we're back. Another episode of Talking Maiden. The podcast of the beast. Of the beast. How you doing, Nesbeth? Good. Doing pretty good. Right on. Another B-Sides episode. Another B-Sides episode. Um, we're going to wrap it up today, though, eh? Yeah, but then we're eventually there's enough B-Sides that I can scrounge together for another. But we'll do that in like but a that's, few weeks. Yeah, way down the road. Yeah, I like to space we'll... these B-Side episodes out. Yeah. Because sometimes they can be a bit painful when you get into like some of the bad B-Sides. Some of the bad ones. <laughs> um, and th- really, we've been working the B-Side script off the best of the B-Sides. And then right. there's a lot of gaps in various albums that, that didn't make it on there. Yep. But now, at least, the last one was a little bit, eh. This one, I'm looking forward to. It's a lot of good tracks. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. There's one, like, not very good one here, but other than that. Ooh, which one, which one? So should we kick off on Thirsty? So the beer this week is the Devil's Punch Bowl, the uh, India Session Lager. It's from um, a brewery in Hamilton, Clifford uh, Brewing Co. Funny enough, we both picked this one randomly and showed up today with the same beer. True, I showed up with this one and you had it here, too. So yeah, Devil's Punch Bowls, bang on theme. So should we open it? Let's go for it. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. Have you had this one before? I have not. I have had it this weekend. Really? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good? It smells awesome. And it tastes nice. very good. This is 4.8%. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> In case anyone's wondering why we're obsessed with the percentage of alcohol, we had a few uh, podcasts that went off the rails <laughs> yeah. and had to be re-recorded yeah, because was... we got into the 10% Imperial Stouts. Oh, that's pretty good. It tastes like a lager. Well, it is an India Session lager. Yeah, it smells better than it tastes. It's a little uh, yeah. light, but it's pretty good. Not bad. You know what? That's a perfect beer for someone who's a lager drinker who's like, yeah, stuff's too hoppy. Yeah, it's just got a hint of hops in it. But I like that. That's also, that'd be a really good summer beer. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. So hopefully it sticks around. That's an excellent beer, I gotta say. A lot of times we get beers in the liquor store here, and they just bring a load of it in, and then it sells out and you never see it again. Yeah. Um, so thumbs up in my book. For thumbs beer. up. The uh, Devil's Punch Bowl India Session Lager. Thumbs up and glasses down. Mm. Mm. So B-sides. Yeah, last time we went through, I think we both panned, there was the two singles from the Be Quick or Be Dead um uh, album nodding donkey blues which was terrible which was terrible right right everyone um, knows by now that i hate these like comedy yeah. joke lyric maiden songs yeah there was i think the fat shaming in it really turned us <laughs> off but there was there was some um you know some funny moments but then the second one was what was it that ronnie montrose uh uh cover oh space station yeah. number five which is a good maiden b-side that bruce kind of ruined yeah bruce adding a bunch of like, crap in the, at the end yeah i don't know trying to be funny again 90s bruce trying to be funny yeah there were some good riffs in it right yeah but, it's a good song but ultimately uh, he started doing a bunch of didn't he do a bunch of voiceover nonsense? yeah a bunch of gibberish in the middle and stuff yeah so. i'll be honest i didn't really listen to that since we did that episode <laughs> i so. will never listen to that song again probably oh promise that on purpose <laughs> But then we get into the, um, today we're going to look at the uh, From Here to Eternity single, the I Can't See My Feelings, which is a Budgie cover. Right. And then the rollover Vic Vela. Right. So I'm a pretty big Budgie fan. Yeah. Um, they're a Welsh band. They're one of those new wave of British heavy metal bands from the 70s. One of the first sort of metal bands, I think. You probably know that song Crash Course in Brain Surgery that uh, Metallica covered. That's yes. a Budgie song. Oh, really? Yeah. So the only album I have by them on vinyl is In for the Kill, which is an awesome album. This is from the album Bandolier from 1975. I don't know this album, but this song is really solid. 
The uh, I'll play a clip of the original Budgie version. So it has a total like 70s hard rock vibe, which yeah. I like. It's pretty cool. I like the original a lot. There's some really good guitar solos in there. The Maiden version, they speed it up a little bit. And I think I like the original, the pace of the original better. But the Maiden version is pretty good. You know, I'm a kind of a sucker for that like 70s production and sound from the original. Yeah. But uh, Maiden do a good job, I think. Yeah. It's shorter by like two minutes. It's kind of got like a swingy vibe to it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It makes a lot more sense to me hearing that original because that's the first time I've heard that. Okay. Um, but, but I gotta be honest, I'm not a fan of this. It's another one of these things where I'm like, eh. So here's a clip of the Maiden version. It's kind of the same, it's a bit faster. They kind of, it sounds a bit more Maidenized. So it's pretty solid. It's a solid B-side. It's a good clip. It's not like, I'm not going to put it on any, you know, playlists or anything, but it's yeah. not bad. The guitar playing's the best part of it. Yeah. The best part of it, I think, is the, the last minute of guitar solos. And Bruce doesn't try to ruin this one trying to be funny, yeah. considering it's that era of Maiden. Yeah, it, it's it's funny. It, it You know, when I heard it, when I was listening to it and before this, back and forth, I kind of felt like it was so... Well, you played one of the heavier clips there with a really good riff in it. But, like, I kept listening to it thinking, oh, this is so soft. But then when you play the original, and when I hear that, yeah. it, like, totally changes your whole interpretation yeah. of it. Yeah. I, I think it's decent for me. Uh you know, I like From Here to Eternity a tune. we got to break that down I like soon. that song, too. Yeah, I love it a lot, especially, like, A lot of people find that to be hook. kind of, like, cheesy hair metal version of Maiden. Yeah. But uh, I really like that song. Well, that's that's what yeah. I like. I like the video. Yeah. I, I love that when, aspect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we did our video episode, remember, I did a deep dive on the, the blonde woman in that video. Yeah. The girl that plays Charlotte. And yeah. I uh, got her videography yeah. of a bunch of movies she was in. That was the first episode where you broke down the inflation rate on on prostitutes <laughs> i compared yeah, yeah which you brought back again later right okay anyway mm. next song roll yeah. over vic villa yeah so this is absolutely horrible i think so too so everyone knows this song i'm gonna write a little letter i'm gonna make 
local DJ. Yeah, it's a jumping little record. I want my jockey to play. Roll over Beethoven. I gotta hear it again today. So let's Chuck Berry roll over Beethoven. And this is basically a joke version, <laughs> a Weird Al version of the song. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, yeah. I have no time for these, like, Iron Maiden joke songs. And they basically took the song, stuck in a bunch of sound clips. It's about Vic Villa, who was, like, their driver. He was on the road crew, and he was, like, their driver. Yeah. Back in the early days. And I think it starts with this recorded conversation with Vic Villa and Steve Harris talking about someone being pulled in the mud and pulling them out with a forklift or something. I can't... Really, I listened to it. I was like, I'm not gonna, yeah, listen to it a bunch of something about chips and pissing and yeah, it's just like I nonsense. I mean, I don't know, it's one of these things where it's just like they're happy to hear themselves talk, and then all of a sudden it, it, uh, I don't know, and then they just go into this like roll over Beethoven nonsense. Yeah, well, here's a clip of the maiden version. <laughs> So, yeah, it's like, it's a simple rock and roll song with a bunch of jokes dropped into it. Actually, you just play the, the only decent part <laughs> in the song. Yeah. That's the only good spot. Like, there's some different, and he starts roll over Vic yeah. Vela. Dave Murray has some, like, decent guitar parts. Yeah. But I, this is a forgettable track, I think. Yeah, and the, I always say, yeah. like, Iron Maiden, you don't have to let us in on your inside jokes. Yeah, you don't. Like, I, I don't know. I know you're doing this for your own amusement to, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. My, like as soon as I hear that, you know, swing and rock song, I think that there's a there is a right space for them to do something like this. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to prescribe it. You should have done this. I'm yeah. not that guy. But I, I like that's interesting enough that if you hit the right song and you added something to it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, if they could go back to that era and find a song and maybe do a cool version of it. Yeah. But this isn't it. Yeah, well, it's like the Whiskey and the Jar Metallica one, right? Yeah, I think like, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and when I first heard it, I was like, okay, this is weird. Although, you know, they just go hard at it. And then after a while, it grew on me. And it's, that gets, like, played on yeah. radios, right? Yeah, I like that one as much as the Thin Lizzy version now. Yeah. And the, um, you know, you, 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 can, you can get the... The feel for it. But there's got to be an equivalent for Maiden. This is just a joke and it's stupid. Yeah, it's like Sheriff of Huddersfield. Remember, yeah. I couldn't stand that either. Yeah. This and is another one of those B-sides I will, after this episode, I'll probably never listen to on purpose to again. Yeah, and there's there's throwing props out to one of your roadies. Yeah. Um, but then there's like making a total joke song that, that people who bought a single for a song that they like is now dead air on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not really a tribute, is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I have no time for these ones. Like, all I can say is, when does Steve Loopy Newhouse get his track? Yeah, Steve, <laughs> Steve Newhouse, yeah. Um, they could that, do that song, hang, it could be called Hang On Loopy. You yeah. know that old song, Hang On? Yeah, Hang yeah. On Loopy, hang on Loopy <laughs> Newhouse. Um, this also colors the album for me with the I Can't See My Feelings. I'm like, eh, you know, you liked it. I didn't really like it. But then this song, I just hate so much. Yeah, I know. I It's like, like a disappointment. And I think, like, if you had bought the single, yeah. Maybe you bought it before you bought the album and you're like you you get the song and then you flip it over and you're like this that's on yeah. the other side. Unless know. unless you're related to the them. worst kind of filler. Yeah. 
Um, a funny, uh, funny side story. Unless you're related to the guy, I'll never forget. Uh, a friend of mine went, who's a hardcore Liverpool fan, and Michael Michael Carrick is a United great, but he got traded to uh, you know. I'm pretty sure now, a little fuzzy, but it was it was Kimo from Spurs, and um, they were up. Um, no, no, Jesus, no, it's not Spurs. He was traded over from. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Newcastle anyway. Don't quote me if I'm wrong. Don't get hate mail from some Newcastle fans. Anyway, a friend of mine went over to the uh, the year after United got traded. He was just a Liverpool supporter, but I love traveling, football stuff. And he went through like the stadium tour. And, of course, he just started giving out about Michael Carrick because he thought, you know, Michael Carrick had left and everybody was going to be totally onside. Just knocking him. And the guy giving the tour was like Michael Carrick's first cousin. And they got in a big row. (laughs) Anyway, so if you're Vic Vela's friend, you'd listen to this and be like, oh, that's Vic out there talking about chips and stuff. Oh, yeah. But anyone else is like, what? Yeah, I suppose all the people in the maiden camp thought this was hilarious. That was hilarious. I don't. (laughs) Yeah, and it's well-liked or whatever. Hey, I don't want to dwell on this one. I want to get on because there's some really good tracks coming Yeah, now we're getting into some good... You're yes. out of that album. Yes. And then you're into the next, the Blaze era of B-Sides now. Yes. And the next album, well, the next two tracks come off the single Man on the Edge, yep. uh tune we both like. Yep. Um, and that both of them, awesome Blaze stuff. So the first one's Justice of the Peace. Yeah. No idea why this was not put on the X Factor. Yeah. So these two tracks, Just, Justice of the Peace and then Judgment Day, these were uh, recorded around the time X Factor, is that correct? Yeah. And then not put on the album. That's right. Wow. But I don't know. They're really strong songs. Both of them. Both of them. This one's not as strong as the next one, but we'll stick on this one for now. Great chorus, great riffs. Um, it's a really solid song. So the verses are super weak. Yeah. But the guitar in it's awesome. The riffs are awesome. Yeah. The chorus is awesome. Like, I don't know if you heard the lyrics. He was just singing there at the end of that clip. He was like, when I remember back the memories of yesterday with all the friends and all the times when people were carefree and walking down the street when everyone knew everyone and all the houses' doors were open. No one had to care. Those days are gone. Waiting for justice. Waiting for justice of the peace. Yeah. Wait, now you say it's a weak chorus? Like, yeah. No, weak verses. Weak verses. Oh, okay. Yeah, the chorus, I think, Sorry. is awesome. Yeah, I think Super that's catchy. what I was going to say. Yeah. I love it. It's catchy. Plus, the guitar riffs around it oh, yeah, are so awesome. Air, air guitar. Yeah. And well, I was giving it there when the clip was yeah. playing. Uh, I love that. Yeah, the, the lyrics are not too great. This is one for me where I, I think about like the Iron Maiden Killers and, and the overlap and timeline. And, and I think, like, why didn't they take this and put it on the shelf and bring it into Virtual 11? That's true, too. You know? Yeah, they already had it in the can. They could have worked on it. A little extra put on virtual 11. Yeah. This is like a bit of a waste to put on a B-side, if you ask me. Oh, it's far too Because it's a really, really solid track. Yeah, and it it goes back to our debate we have every time we do one of these, which is, what's a B-side? And, you know, some people, the covers, the live stuff I love, some of the stories, okay, depending on it, like the Iron 101, great. Yeah. But, you know, like the Vic Vela, don't like it, but all of them, that's, what is a B-side, you know, fair enough. But this is a legit studio track. Yeah. This is wasted on a B-side, if you ask me. Well, or if this is in your B-side scope, then you raise the bar for all of the B-sides. Because this is legit. This could easily be in uh, better than a lot of tracks in Virtual 11. 
Yeah, I think you're yeah. you're right. Yeah, this is super solid. No I don't know question. if it would fit on Virtual Eleven, but it definitely would fit on the X Factor, and kind of liven that album up a bit. Yeah, you know how slow and like plotting with a lot of long songs that is. Yeah, and we had a debate about a few of the tracks, especially on the the sec- second side of X Factor. But um, yeah, and it could be reworked. Yeah, I think so. But it's a solid. This is a really solid B side. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Even better is the other Man on the Edge B side. Yeah, which is Judgment Day. So this is another song written by uh, Blaze and Yannick. And uh, it's an awesome song. Even better than the last one. I think this is one of the better Maiden B-sides on this disc of the best of the B-sides. Ooh, fighting words. Yeah. <laughs> this I is a great know. song. We know. covered this one when we did the X Factor. So we won't dwell on it too much. But I always say this is like the sister song of Man on the Edge. By your deeds, you will be So it has a Man on the Edge vibe, and both songs are written by Blaze and Yannick. And so that's a really catchy, awesome song. Would have been great on the X Factor. The solos on this song are awesome. During guitar solos. Yeah, that's up there with uh, Rollover Vic Fatal, that's for sure. (laughs) That is awesome. Yeah, I don't understand why this wasn't put on the X Factor. Yeah, it's funny. Like, to the best of our knowledge, it was recorded at the same time. Yeah, it was part of those sessions, yeah. Yeah, and it seems like it was mixed and everything ready to go. They just were, I guess, trying to fit it on an album and didn't work. And it's crazy. Four minutes, you think, I don't know. I like it. I love it. Yeah, the X Factor, I think, could have used a couple more, like, short rockers. Mm. So, But if you're... um, if you're, you know, a fan of the X Factor, this is a great single. I'd even say that this is probably one of the best Blaze era Maiden songs. It's really? Up, yeah, top ten. Really? Maybe. It's pretty. There's not a lot to pick from. There's only two albums to pick from. Yeah, top ten though. We gave X Factor a pretty. Yeah. You know. Maybe I should think about this. More. Maybe you should think about it. Oh no, totally. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. Oh my god! He, you remember that time when he claimed it was top ten when later he admitted it was only top fifteen. <laughs> Oh my god! Top twenty for podcast. <laughs> let's let's go make some comments on the uh, on the podcast ratings. Next track, yes, Lord of the Flies, B side, My Generation. So this is a cover of the Who. Yes, My Generation. Yeah, which is a uh, a good song that gets a lot of radio play. Yeah, I'm not a huge Who fan. 
Mm. Outside of a few songs, I just don't get them. Yeah. I don't know what's so great about them, and I've tried to get into them a ton of times. Um, and I've heard every single Who album multiple yeah. times. I did that thing where I go back and start at the beginning and listen to every album through like five times and then go on to the next one. Just, yeah. you know, I, you hear about a band so much, you feel like you're missing out on them. And you go back and I'm like, I'm not, I don't know. It doesn't really do it for me. I saw yeah. the Tommy movie. I saw Quadrophenia. I saw that Kids Are All Right documentary. Yeah. I don't know if it's the timing. The, or only, the only thing I really, that every time I hear about him, I'm always getting... The who, the who and the guess who. The Canadian, oh, yeah. <laughs> like Burton Cummings isn't in them. I don't get it either. I mean, you know, like my generation, is it's it's a meaningful tune to play yeah. a lot. I think they, at the time they came out, they were exciting. Like they were like on TV blowing up their drums and mm. smashing their guitars and stuff. I think that was like really dangerous at the time. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where we like missed out on the original wave of that. But we grew up on bands that like were influenced by that. Influenced, and when yeah. you go back and see the original... It doesn't make the same and impact. You know what I, I mean? But I, I like the way he, especially in this song, though, Pete Townsend, the way he messes around with it and, like, the timing and all that stuff. Oh, the, the fake stutter? Yeah. I can't stand the fake stutter. That. that ruins it for me. Yeah? That's yeah. the only decent part for me. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So do you know why they do that? Hold on. Let's just play a clip of the original, and then we'll start discussing if this is a good song or not. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you all fade away? So the way that he's stuttering, I wait can't now. Can it. I can I guess first? Sure. Okay. Everybody was singing on cue at the time, and he was like the original hipster, and he just decided like, hey, guess what? Let's just. No, I read an I'm interview with him. He says when they were in the studio doing this is actually a quote I have on a piece of paper in front of me. This is actually a quote. He said when we were in the studio doing My Generation, Kit Lambert, that's the producer, came up to me and said stutter. I said what? And he said stutter are the words. It makes you sound like you're pilled. And I said oh, like I am. And that's how it happened. So he wanted to uh, sound like he was like pilled up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I can't stand it. So the maiden version I think is way better than the original. Uh, Blaze doesn't do the stuttering thing. He just sings it straight up. So it sounds like they're having fun playing this one. Yeah. In the studio. They didn't change it up very much. I would have liked it if Maiden had to like maidenized it a bit and maybe just went off on a crazy guitar solo there at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah, could have I do. gone off. That would be a good excuse for them to do like a sixty second guitar solo between the two of them. Yeah. And yeah. it gets kind of repetitive at the end. I find the originals like that too. I'm not a big fan of the original. Yeah. song i don't mind it but i think this one's better you know these are the type of songs though especially the original when you hear it on the radio you're like you know sometimes you really want it you're like wow awesome 
or like radar love. But sometimes you hear it and you're like, oh, I heard that last week. I don't oh, want yeah. to hear that again. <laughs> or, you know, like the, the, the Homer's at the concert and he's like, play taking care of business. And oh, yeah. they're like, and he's like, get to the chorus. Yeah. Like, okay, there's those one or two parts in the song where you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. know. The Who doesn't do it for me. And the cover of it does it for me more than the original. Okay. But uh, I don't know. I would so, have rather they did like. Uh, so when someone's like, "Oh, I love the My Generation," you're gonna be like, "You mean the Blaze Bailey B side from <laughs> yeah. uh, from Lord of the Flies?" Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, the the original by Pete Townsend, totally crap. So if I had my way, I would have had Maiden would cover maybe the Seeker. Do you know that song? That's an no. awesome song. Or Substitute. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of this original song. Unless they're like radio tracks. Yeah, they're on the classic rock radio sometimes. Okay. You know them. You got to sing them. the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I'm not like. Oh, what song is that by the Who? You know that one, Substitute. Live no. for okay. I guess sing okay. more. Sing more, Nesbeth. <laughs> sing more. I need more beer in me if I'm I know. Sing, By the way, I almost you. crushed all this. This is awesome. <laughs> this beer is going really good. Let's get on to the next track. Okay. Yes. Now this is a a song where I love the original. Yeah. Love the cover. Yes. Yeah. Doctor Doctor by UFO. So this is also Lord of the Flies. Where have I song. heard this before? Uh <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> so every time I hear this song I get like Half nervous and half goosebumps as if I'm at a Maiden concert. I know. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, yeah. Do you have a clip? Play the original. Just for oh, anyone. Yeah. Maybe we should tee it up first, actually, before you play that clip. Okay. For anyone who hasn't seen Maiden, a lot of our listeners have, but a lot of our listeners live in places where they don't get a chance or they just haven't had a chance to see them in a long time. Um, Doctor Doctor's played right before Maiden come on stage. So it's a UFO song. And as soon as you hear it, it just like if you go to many Maiden concerts, it just puts you in this mood. Yeah, you know, that's the only time you listen to you it. You know, when the, as soon as the song's done, oh yeah, Maiden's coming on stage. I love UFO. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of... Okay, I don't... I like some UFO. I don't know very much UFO. Yeah. I have two UFO albums. I have Lights Out and Phenomenon. And they have like 20-something albums. Mm. So by saying I love UFO, I don't like... Most yeah. UFO, I don't know. I love, I love all, <laughs> all of the UFO songs I know. Right. <laughs> all of them. But I don't want to come 100%. Off, <laughs> I don't want to come off as some kind of UFO mega fan. Because no. people will be like... They can probably... They have... Over fifteen albums I've no never way. heard before. <laughs> isn't isn't like well one of the Steve Harris is a big fan or something. Yeah, right? well Pete Way uh, yeah. was a huge influence on Steve Harris. Yeah, the whole striped pants bass player thing. You know the yeah. Steve Harris when he had the striped pants there for a while. Yeah, that's a Pete Way influence. That's right. Yeah, so Michael Schenker is a guitar player. He started in the Scorpions, and then went on to ufo i do know the album that this song is from and the whole album is great and i know lights out too which is a great album um i think you know back in 1977 we've talked on the podcast before about tony moore mm. how maiden very briefly had a keyboard player in the band yeah you mentioned and i, saw I think this some... is kind of where steve kind of had his where his head was when he decided maybe a keyboard player would work in maiden i don't know if i mentioned this to you but i watched one of the amazon prime video right. has like yep. a bunch of those behind the scenes and there's an interview with him yeah and he's basically Moore. really positive but then he's like but it just didn't work out yeah and it was kind of like he played that. like one gig with me yeah <laughs> one or a few gigs or something yeah yeah, yeah. but it, like he was pretty quickly 
Right. But the yeah. time that the Lights Out album was out, around that time is when Maiden had this keyboard player brief- briefly. And I think this is kind of, you know, what Steve was thinking, like UFO. Okay. Had, and I think that's kind of where his mind was. Uh, Maiden does an awesome version of this. Blaze sounds great. His voice sounds super strong. And it's really faithful to the original. They don't stray too far. Anyway, now, before you cue that up, I want to make a sweeping declaration. First. Okay. Okay. This is a Blaze Bailey song. Yep. On Iron Maiden, on an Iron Maiden single. Yep. The whole debate about is this Maiden or not, it's a cover, but it's Dr. Doctor. This has to be the most on-the-fence song of all time for is it a Maiden song or not. Like, think about it. Like It's not a Maiden song. It's a UFO it's, song. It's a UFO song, but right. does this count in the Maiden? All the members of Maiden are yeah. performing on this. So yes. it does count as Maiden. Yes, but does it? Does it, does. It, it, it definitely it, does. It counts if everyone as a in Maiden, Maiden performance. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm, I'm thinking about it's like Doctor Doctor performed by Maiden. That's huge. But then you throw in our Blaze Bailey, Blaze Bailey debate, and the fact it is a cover, but it's a cover that they played every show. Um, but they played the original. But it's just it's in the space. If this doesn't count as Iron Maiden, then oh. none of the B sides count as Iron Maiden. That's none of the cover B sides that are covers count as Iron Maiden. Yeah, but do they count as Iron Maiden? Do you? Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're not. No, I don't list them as Iron Maiden songs. Yeah. But their song is by Iron Maiden. Yeah, I would argue that... They're just covers. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I would argue that the covers aren't. But this one comes in because it's Dr. Doctor, but then other people push it out because... Yeah, but this recording you know. of it is an Iron Maiden recording of oh, the song. Oh, absolutely. So they, this counts as... They did technically record it. Lawyer Nesbeth. Let's play Drink the... Drink your uh, beer and play a clip. I'm getting <laughs> bored. I'm just kidding. Let's play a clip of the Maiden version. Yeah, Blaze's voice sounds great on that. That's he, the, his, the range that Blaze sounds really good in. And yeah. that's why when he gets later into his solo albums, yeah. he's singing in that range that his voice is made for. And he just can belt those songs out perfectly. They do an awesome cover of this. And I can't... And the fact that they kept it so close to the original is perfect because you already, as a Maiden fan, have a reaction to the original. But... When I hear that, I'm already tingly. I'm thinking about Toronto in August. Oh yeah, that's I know, all I'm totally. thinking about right now. I'm just like play. I want to see Maiden live right now. I can't. I can't put that on a. I will never put that on my phone. I'll never listen to that track because it will ruin the. I'm a Pavlov's dog. Oh, really? I when I hear that, I see Maiden live. I listen to UFO. All the time. It will take it away from me. Like okay, uh, I have the, this at home on vinyl. So yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if I could... I'd start salivating. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Ring the bell. Maybe there's something to be said about that. No, man. Maybe it's... I would have more of a reaction when I heard it live. Totally. I didn't listen to it. Totally. I'm not going to listen to it anymore until after <laughs> the Toronto concerts are over. Yeah. So, yeah, that was an awesome cover. Next one, the B-side of The Angel and The Gambler. Yeah, before we get to that, though, I want to just wrap up real quick. Okay. Lord of the Flies, My Generation, Dr. Doctor, solid B-side. 
solid yep. B-side. Now we're doing them through the best of the B-sides list, but they, they did pair them off, which was cool. Yeah, so Blood on the World's Hands and um, the Aftermath are the next two. Right. So they're both. Yeah. yeah. Both from a Virtual Eleven song, which I like. The Angel and the Gambler. Yeah. That's what everyone says is Maiden's worst song, which I disagree with. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's way longer than it needs to be. It does. uh, Actually, the version on the single is the edited version, which is uh, better. They cut some of the repetition out at the end. But that's the A side. So the B side. And the single, they edited the track. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Yeah, the album version's got like three extra minutes. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Excellent. But this is the B side of the Angel and the Gambler. This is Blood on the World's Hands. Live from 1995. And the one after this that we're going to do is The Aftermath. And they're both live Blaze tracks taken from the same show. Yeah, so no, it's a live in Gothenburg, Sweden, November 1st, 1995. Yeah, and they're both really good live versions of X Factor tracks that are done on tour 95. And then released later with Virtual 11 Signal. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, so Blaze sounds awesome on this. Blaze sounds great. He's, you know, this song and the next one, The Aftermath, I think he sounds great. Um, yeah. This is a really solid B-side. I could do without the super long bass intro on this, but that's yeah. more of a criticism of the song itself, not really this version of the song. The Aftermath is, well, we might as well do them both together. They're two yeah. live tracks from the same show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, from Sweden, November 1995. They definitely have a high quality recording yeah. of this whole concert. Um, if you listen, I have a full bootleg of this show, and if you listen to the full bootleg for that show, you can hear Blaze say this. Thank you. So you may or may not know that this show is being taped for radio, yeah? So this is one from the X Factor, it's called The Aftermath. So he basically says they're recording the whole thing, but they only released these two tracks. Yeah. And the quality, the versions that they put out as these B-sides is like perfect soundboard quality. Quality of the bootleg I have isn't great. I don't know why, if they have this whole show I don't, in really high quality, I don't know why they don't go back and release a Blaze era live album. Yeah. It's only like the, the only era of Maiden that doesn't have like a live album. Yeah, it's unfortunate too, right? I mean, we got a, we got a fair bit of Blaze through these live, through these B-sides. And we did get, you know, there are some high quality bootlegs, but you're right. I mean, it's probably too late now. It's hard to do it now. I don't they, know. They could do it after they finish maybe. Yeah, maybe. You know, even if they did it as a digital release or something. Yeah, I wish they would do that, like release flax and stuff. Even if they just sell them to us. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I'd pay for like the full. 
totally high quality version like i blaze Bla sounds really good in this whole concert since we're kind of doing these two tracks at the same time this is a clip of the aftermath So, yeah, Blaze just sounds great. I wish yeah. they'd release this whole concert. It would be awesome. And do you have a you have a high-quality bootleg of this? Uh, I have a, a bootleg. It's not high-quality. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why I want them to release this version of yeah. the recording. Because they obviously have, like, a non-audience recording, like a soundboard recording. Yeah. That sounds great. Where is all that stuff, you know? Some vault somewhere. In the vault. Steve Harris is out in a vault. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I'll get stolen. <laughs> the, the safe code was 666. <laughs> um, so Blood on the World's yeah. Hands and The Aftermath are both from the same live concert. They're both B-sides of The Angel and The Gambler. So we did both those ones kind of did those together. Two awesome live tracks. Awesome, you know, right early in the Blaze era yeah. too. And uh, amazing quality. Like, I love them, you know. And the first one, The um, Blood on the World Hands, I think you made a comment about the bass. Yeah. Lead in. Like Harris is pretty pretty dominant in that song. Anyway. Yeah. That's yeah. a Harris song. Very prog rocky sounding, yeah. Yeah. I man, I love this. I, I love this. It's it's just so great because other than the really the uh, it's really the only live blaze we've got, isn't it? I mean that's it. Yeah. There's not much released. Yeah. Yeah. You have to really go scrounging for bootlegs to find live blaze. Yeah. And based on this, I'm like, well, we could have had a lot more. Yeah, I'm sure it exists. You know? I wish they'd release it. I know. I wish they'd release like everything. I'm I mean, Maiden fans would buy anything they throw out. <laughs> yeah, you just think of, like, Lord of the Flies and Klansmen, and you think, you know, I don't know. What? I don't know. I'd like to hear him singing live more. Oh, yeah, I, I know. know, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I break through it, and I think, man, I'd love to... A lot of that, I just... I don't know. Yeah, now that you, you got me thinking about the studio side of it. They should I, do a best of the live beast, where they pick and choose. They could do it as, like, a, a double CD... Yeah, and they just pick tracks, live tracks, as a compilation. And it's like yeah. a greatest hits, but it's all live versions. And put a big chunk. I'll do Blaze doing all the Blaze era stuff. Yeah, and put a lot of that on there. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that, that would be cool. Yeah, Harris, if you're listening, take our money, <laughs> free money. So the uh, next, tra- okay. yeah, love it. Next track is Future Real live in 1999. Mm-hmm. So this is from the Wicker Man. Mm-hmm. So and. So this is the B-side of The Wicker Man from 2000. And the recording is from the Ed Hunter tour. So it's Future Real with Adrian and Bruce back in the band. It's from uh, Helsinki, Finland. September 15th, 1999. And it's Bruce singing a Blaze song. Can you love this and i love it because well it's early in the bruce return yeah and they're not afraid to acknowledge uh blaze's work 
Right. And I just, I love this tune. And I think Bruce does it really well. I yeah. Just, I think yeah. Bruce does a good job. Yeah. I don't know. I think I like the Blaze version better. Oh, you can definitely. Yeah. I could get that. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about this song because I heard, okay, there's two takes on it. It's yeah. like the Wicker Man single comes out when Bruce is back in the band as a promo for the upcoming album. Yep. Brave New World. It has two B-sides on it, Future Real and Man on the Edge, and they're both by Bruce Dickinson. And it's like, we just, you know, replaced our leads, our old singer. We yeah. replaced Blaze, and now we're like redoing two of his songs and putting them out. So is it like, are they like paying a tribute to Blaze's era with Bruce? Or are they kind of being like, here's our two songs redone again with our new singer? Hmm. I've know. heard two, two different takes on it. Yeah, I mean, my, my take was that they're acknowledging it, you know? They're not hiding away. I mean, imagine now if they just ignored it. Imagine, like, well, I would phrase the question this way. What if the set list um, that they had, well, forget the Ed Hunter tour, because that was kind of, like, really right after. But as they went on, if they left Blaze off completely, like, one of the things we talked about, the Legacy of the Beast tours, there's two Blaze tracks on Right, because so, I always lean towards that, too, where it's, yeah. like, it's... Bl- it's Maiden redoing the tracks, kind of saying, like, let's not forget about this era. We're not yeah. trying to just, like, move on from it. We're kind of tying back to these songs because they're great. But I've read online a lot of people saying, like, Steve Harris saying, let's redo them with Bruce because this is the way, you know what I mean? Yeah, but then couldn't you say the same thing about Killers and Iron Maiden, especially yeah. in the early tour? And then, like, there was a few, um, yeah, you know, Prowler Bruce's, 88 and yeah. all those, yeah. He's, he's recorded back a bunch over, so... yeah. I mean, you could use the same argument, couldn't you? Yeah, it's just weird when you have like two different singers in the same band recording yeah. the same song. I sounds it's. I don't know if that happens that often. Yeah, but this is a live version, right? I mean, yeah, know, so it's true. Yeah, it's the, not like Prowler '88 where they redid them in the studio. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's a good angle. I mean, I can see both sides of it. Yeah. You know, and with the uh, the Silicon Messiah work we did, you look and you say, hmm, '99. <laughs> Is when this was live comes out in two thousand, and he's hanging on for his yeah. uh, for his release. Um, I'm not sure what time of year it was, but you know it was mid year or what time of year this came out. But you know it is it is an interesting time. Yeah. So yeah, I could see both sides of it. Personally, for me, I, I listen to it. I'm like, I love Future Real. Yeah, me I too. Don't, I agree with you that I think Blaze's version is better. Yeah. And this is live, so it's funny to compare. I mean, there's no live Blaze Future Real that I have in high quality I've listened to. Okay. So. You know, I, I could see both sides of it. I thought it wasn't negative. I thought it was positive. Yeah. Yeah. So the next track, Wasted yes. Years 99. Yes. From the Out of the Silent Planet single. This is the B-side. So Maiden have a bunch of B-sides that are just live versions of songs. Yeah. And as we go through all the B-sides, we're not going to be doing all those. No. Because it's just too many. And they're just live versions, right? Like, yeah. But I'm picking this one out. This one's a live, just basically a live version of Maiden doing Wasted Years. Yep. This one I want to mention because it has an important clip. This is an important live track to the podcast because it is the origin of our uh, Bruce Beers Before clip. Before you play that, yep. when we put on Dr. Doctor, I get pumped for Maiden <laughs> Show. But when you put on this clip, I actually salivate and get thirsty. <laughs> so hit it. Worrying about those wasted beers. 
So that's from the Ed Hunter tour. Mm. And it's only the second leg. Ed Hunter tour was a pretty short tour. The second leg, the European leg, he started doing this. Um, but I have a couple of different versions of him doing it from bootlegs. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers. So it's kind of a joke that he had Ooh. on the go. I've got I another one here too. Do not spend your time worrying about those wasted beers, my friend. Oh God, that's good. Well, shouldn't we, especially the one with the English accent, shouldn't we use that when we're doing like a live album or an English beer or something? I think we should stick with the one cliff. I it's know. a classic. It is a classic. <laughs> it's excellent. A classic to our podcast. But you cut out the Milano part. Right? I did. Yeah. yeah, just to make it flow yeah. easier. I, on I love it. I love yeah. it. So that's the last uh, B-side that we're going to do in this batch. So yeah. overall, they were pretty good. We had a stinker in there with the Vic Vela song. Uh, we've got a whole bunch left to do. We've got. Uh, I want to do Strange World from the Soundhouse tapes mm-hmm. because that was that's kind of a curiosity because it wasn't released. It's Strange World from the Soundhouse recordings that yeah. didn't make it on the Soundhouse tapes. We got Virus, which is only on Best of the Beast. Yeah. Uh, Past the Jam, I Live My Way, Massacre, which I think is it's a Thin Lizzy cover. Their best B side by far. I don't know why it's not on this Best of the B sides. Mm. Uh, they did Space Trucking. Yep. The Deep Purple song. Um, Hocus Pocus, which we covered in our Matter of Life and Death yeah, episode. I, yeah, and the Thin Lizzy one we covered as well somewhere. We might have. I'm sure we have. Yeah. yeah. There's also Walking on Glass, which is a song, a guitar solo they did in the Seventh Sun era, which we talked about in the Seventh Sun episode. Oh, cool. There's a couple of other songs too. You know Sanctuary, Twilight Zone, Total Eclipse, mm. Women in Uniform? They're technically <laughs> not uh, album tracks. No. Technically. But I guess we'll probably cover those, you know, with the albums. So I don't yeah. think we need to be random. I feel like Maybe we we'll talked about them. women in uniform somewhere. Yeah, we did in the videos mm. episode. Okay. Yeah. And there's also Rhythm of the Beast, which is a Nico and Dave Murray did this yeah. like instrumental thing. So there's a bunch of stuff we can pull together for another B-sides. It won't technically be B-sides. We'll call that one like non-album tracks. C-sides. Scraps. <laughs> seasides and we'll play background music of like seashells and stuff <laughs> a reflection on wasted years though before we before we clue it up um i love this track and i it's always such a cool one when they play alive too because yeah. you know all of us are i don't know if there's there i hope there are 22 and 24 year old maiden fans out there but the rest of us have those wasted years in a positive way you know it's oh, like yeah. i yeah. was listening to uh um bruce springsteen's glory days the other day oh yeah i it was just you know i like i love bruce springsteen and I don't think I've talked about that on the podcast. So I do love some of his classic stuff. He's just an amazing yeah. artist. I have a lot of respect for him. But um, the Glory Days, like talking about those Glory Days, like he just pulled that song out and just galvanized a thing that happens, you know. Yeah. Became, and I was like in grade, you know, I must have been grade five or six yeah. when that song came out. I know. And it totally has a different meaning now. It has a totally different <laughs> meaning. But like the, the song starts like he, he sees a guy who's like a real good athlete and he's, you know, runs into a bar, he's walking in. I'm walking and he's walking out and then we go back and have a few drinks. We start talking about those glory days and then he's, you know, his old yep. friend and, and you're just like, it's such, it's so true and so real and uh, so interesting. And then wasted years, you know, you think back, that's more of like a metal take on a positive reflection on the past, those wasted yeah. years. We enjoyed them. Yeah. But it also, when I, when I heard it in this context, cause I started to put myself in the mindset of the blaze and he's back. I started thinking like, it could also be a little bit of a meaning for 
you know, Maiden's back, you know, could it be negative side on the Blaze stuff? Just interesting the way that they added that in, right? Future real, and then yeah, you know, on the on the best of the B sides they line up, but they don't. And, uh, but you know what I mean? Like it just yep. it, it gave me a different perspective on it. And, yeah. And um, but it's a track I love. It's just it's great when you have those when bands have those iconic tracks. Like you know, the Green Day has that. Like I hope you had the time of your life, which they play. Like, oh yeah. At the, the kind end of, of the sentimental concerts. lyrics. But it's yeah. just so cool, you know, that they have that. You know, like you know, we have Doctor Doctor, and obviously there's the theme songs and the Troopers and these. Yeah. Hollywood. but it was cool when they had the yeah. close the concert with wasted years oh man and blood brothers and blood brothers that's yeah. amazing combination yeah because you know you're all amped up yeah. and then it's wasted years and then you're ready to cry and go <laughs> curl up in bed because you're exhausted yeah it's the perfect end awesome it's a perfect end to the uh best of the b-sides it is so uh that's it that's it for this batch circle back on this beer that was delicious fantastic thank you to that brewery in hamilton the Grab Devil's the Punch here. Bowl. Yeah, Clifford Brewing Co. Deadly. Deadly. TalkingMaiden.com slash beers anytime you want to worry about the beers we're drinking. Yep. TalkingMaiden.com. They're all there. listed there, yeah. Yeah, send us an email. Go to TalkingMaiden.com slash talk if you want to weigh in. And look, no one's done a beer one yet. Oh, send yeah, that's true. Send us a beer one yet. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Um, the other thing is uh, rate us on, on iTunes or right. any podcast platforms. And tell your friends. Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell your mother, tell your father, <laughs> tell your sister, tell your brother. All right, until next time, up the irons and down the hops. Bye.